Hey everybody, welcome to LennMonroe.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology, where we spend our mornings talking to Ohio State recruits and targets from around the country. Today's guest is Owasso, Oklahoma defensive lineman Chris McClellan, an Ohio State offer in the class of 2022 from a high school that is familiar to Buckeyes fans. It is the alma mater of Buckeyes safety, Josh Proctor. Chris, thanks for taking time, man. How you doing? I'm great, man. I'm just... You know, just got home, had a long day at school today, but, you know, it was all good. Just did, a, did some testing today, but it's cool. Been a busy couple of weeks for you. You have um, seen your national recruiting yeah. profile finally take a, a, a I, I guess, a long way to jump. You, you've moved into four-star territory and the national composite rankings. You've been tearing it up on the camp circuit. You picked up a couple of huge scholarship offers, including one from Ohio State, which is why you're on this show. How does it feel to just have – you know, after the last year plus, Chris, of, of everything kind of being slow and waiting for things to happen, now all of a sudden you're back to work and it's like, bang, all this good stuff is is in front of you. It's awesome, man. You know, just getting to see all my hard work pay off. And, and you know, I feel like I didn't I, I didn't honestly think I was going to have a shot to get the Ohio State or Florida's or, you know, just bigger schools like that because of quarantine. And I know the season and everything was messed up and I knew. People were getting to come back, but but you know I still worked hard and I still was grinding out. So just to get everything, just to see everything pay off, it, it's huge for me. It's a really big deal. Well, one of the things I want to do, Chris, because most of the uh, national recruiting profiles are a little outdated, um, because the, even you know recruiting analysts haven't been able to see a lot of you guys from around the country recently. Your profiles list you at six foot three, two hundred and ninety pounds. Is that accurate, or where are you at right now, height, weight? And uh, uh, actually, and I just year. I just measured actually on a on Monday. I was I was six four two eighty five. So, yeah. so so you're getting taller and lighter. That's a good combination, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Do you see yourself as like a, a three tech, a one tech, a guy who can slide out and play the five? How do you see yourself in in you know in the future, Chris? What's the role that you see yourself best filling? Uh, for Ohio State, uh, Coach Johnson, you know, we have talked about it, we've discussed, and he said that, that you know, with me having the size of, of a bigger guy, you know, just, just, I'm just bigger than, you know, normal defensive end. So they definitely see me as a three tech, but they know I'm also like very athletic and, and I, and I have great speed. So he says he sees me as like a hybrid defensive end, defensive tackle that can kind of do both, just depending on where he needs me, you know. So I could really play anywhere on the defensive line. You know, and no matter if that's a one or a four eye or a three, you know, yeah. Uh, I, I'm interested just in the relationship with Larry Johnson because I know how he works and it doesn't, he's not always the guy that reaches out first. Uh, it takes him a little bit of time, but then once he connects with someone, it, it's very sincere and, and it uh, it grows quickly. What has it meant for you just as a person to to get an opportunity to talk to Larry Johnson about football, about life, about being a defensive lineman, obviously his reputation uh, as far as developing defensive linemen sort of makes him a unique person to talk to. Uh, definitely, you know, it's a, it's always been a dream of mine because, you know, I know that he's he's probably the best defensive line coach in college football, you know, just with his career, uh, not only at Ohio State, but also at Penn State. I know he has uh, tremendous players in the NFL now. So it's, it's kind of it's kind of an unreal feeling to get to talk to him, especially, you know, he reached out to me first, like you said, and, and and our relationship is very sincere. And I actually, I have to talk to him right after we get done with this. So, hey, man, Coach Day. So, it, I, you know, we have a really hey. good relationship. So, you told me when, when they offered you a few weeks ago that 
you told yourself in eighth grade you were going to work yourself into a position to play for Larry Johnson. When you get that opportunity and you get that phone call, how hard is it to not leap at it immediately and, you know, to, to tell yourself, hey, I still need to slow down and allow the recruiting process to happen? Uh, it's, it's very tough because, you know, just like I said before, man, he has like those guys that are that, you know, he's developed a lot of players and uh, on the defensive line and, and you know, a defensive tackle as well. So so it's kind of hard to. But, you know, I still I'm still weighing my options. and You know, I still need to meet the people because it's not, you know, I know I'll spend most of the time with with him and and of course, the strength coaches. But, you know, I still have to see if I like the campus and, and the people that are going to be around me. So there's a whole slew of things. But, but it is difficult, you know, just with him and, and having his career and, and who he is. The first time that you and I spoke was a couple of weeks before the offer happened. And that's because a, a little birdie had told me that you had grown up rooting for Ohio State. And I thought it was interesting that a kid in Oklahoma had, had grown up rooting for Ohio State. Now you have a guy like Josh Proctor at Ohio State who's from Owasso High School. Do you know Josh? Do you know his family? I mean, has there been any sort of conversation between you guys since you got that offer? Uh, yeah, me and Josh has talked a couple times, and, and we have talked about my official visit, which I did set up. Did I tell you that already? I'll tell you, I'll you, you told me you haven't announced. You haven't announced. Well, so this is for the Internet out there. We're recording this a few days early, but you mentioned that it was going to be at the end of June. It is the 25th you, through the 27th, and I actually yeah, just you, got that you had not announced it. You had not announced it because you were waiting for that graphic oh. that's now in front of you. Yeah, I, and I have it now. So, so yes, and we talked about that, and, and he said we're definitely going to hang out. He's going to show me and just and just give me around some players and, and the town of Columbus just to see how it is. But we, we've talked a couple times, so, yeah. And, and it's nice to have that, you know, with him coming to the same high school as me and then and also, you know, him going to Ohio State. So he, he just tells me how it is. Has there been any conversation between you and the current group of Ohio State commitments yet? Have you gotten to know any of the guys like CJ CJ Hicks, Desai McCullough, et cetera? Uh, no, I have not actually. I haven't. Uh, I haven't really talked to anyone from any schools that that uh, are have committed yet. So you know, but I'm sure like on the official visits we'll talk and I'll get to see other recruits and and just see who's out there. What, what is it about these visits coming up? I mean, obviously, I know it sounds simple when I say it, like, oh, why is, a, why is an official visit important? But for kids in your class that haven't had an opportunity to make any visits anywhere in the last year and a half, do you is there more pressure on these visits than maybe um, there should be? Yes, definitely, because, you know, with these five, you know, a lot of times guys get to use the junior days and, and just take unofficials and stuff. But with, with us having limited time to do that, it's it's a uh, it's very it's very important that you know people make decisions off these official visits and, and getting to see the campuses and, and really getting to see where where like you're most interested in. So I, I feel like you know, like we kind of got my class and the twenty three. We kind of got like the shorter end of the stick yeah. with that, but but you know it is what it is, and, and we just have to deal with it. So. Definitely yeah, these, I, these official visits will help a lot, yes. I, th I think that between the 2021 class, the 2022 class, and the 2023 class, your class definitely got the shortest stick here because oh, yes. the, 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 20, the 21s had the opportunity to make visits in 2019. The 23 still have this summer and next. You guys definitely uh, have been put in the worst position. Knowing that, though, Chris, how did you yeah. use this last year plus to to benefit yourself? How, what did you do different? How did you get yourself mentally? Uh, how did you keep yourself mentally on track? Just just knowing that you know you know how, no matter how bad all this COVID stuff, it it wasn't gonna last forever. I knew that it wasn't gonna last forever. So you know, 
I just kept working towards my goal and just and just really just keeping that that mindset on and you know and just never let yourself fall off. You know, I feel like that was a lot of guys saying like like they fell off pretty hard and, and then they had to pick it back up. But I never even through quarantine, I was always, you know, outside doing ladders or, or push. I had my parents buy me a I made a whole little gym in my garage. So just just so I could have something to do, man. So so that really helped out a lot. Did you become like a carpenter? Did you real? Did you learn how to like, you know, saw create a sawhorse or, you know, uh, make a, a gym like a weight bench? What did you do? How did you make a gym into into garage? Uh, just ordered some stuff off Amazon and then got it shipped. So, but you know, I just I just looked at everything that that I feel like I would need, and and I got a, I just got a whole bunch. Like I got a rope, punching bag, jump rope. Uh. Uh, just just a whole bunch of stuff, just to the you know that I would that I would like to see. You know, you know, every now and then I still use the gym, but you know, with stuff open back up, it's really, you know. One of the reasons you told me that you transferred from Edison High School and uh, out to Owasso after your sophomore season was because you wanted to be pushed and you wanted to be around better players, and then you get to Owasso and your entire junior season is so, sort of you know up in the air and, and thrown tossed around. Was that a, a big challenge for you mentally, emotionally, to have to deal with that adjustment at that time, or you know, did, was it easier than you thought it would be? Uh, definitely, you know, I'll, I go up, I go into any competition because you know, just like this, I look at everything in life like a competition. So you know, I definitely looked in like I'm going to win. I don't, I don't care about anything else. You know, building relationships with my new teammates and all that stuff. But you know, I definitely came into a while so with the attack mindset, and I still have that. But you know, I've kind of cooled down there. But you know. I just go in there and I work hard every day, but well, I mean, it wasn't as hard as, as I thought it would be. No, you know, I just just go in there and just be a leader, work hard, and that's all you have to do. You have official visits set up to Florida on the first weekend of June, USC the weekend after that, Ohio State the twenty fifth through the twenty seventh. Where else do you think is going to get those other two uh, officials and? How do you break down when you're talking about schools like Ohio State, Florida, USC, et cetera? What makes a school stand out to you, Chris? I mean, what, what really ultimately separates one from another? You know, the educational part is a big part of it. You know, I, I don't want to diss anyone that that's uh, you know, that's going to college to get there. But I feel like as a as a as a college football athlete, that you're that the end goal should be the NFL, right? You know, you go, you go to college, you get your degree and and everything works out like that. But I feel like everyone's end goal should be the NFL. So so definitely schools that, that I've seen have a history of putting great players and great defensive linemen in the NFL. Those those and I feel like those three have, have stood out and, and and as far as other visits I can see myself taking, uh, definitely I'll probably make it to LSU for sure, maybe during the season, but 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 that's it you know, for right now. And that's just an idea. Nothing is official. I haven't really talked to the LSU coaches about that, but, but you know, those are just some, besides the three that I've already set up, those are just some other two that I've been thinking of. I guess the question a lot of Ohio State readers and watchers and listeners will have is, what you know, for a kid from Oklahoma, what's the what's the draw to get out of the state? And You know, you, they're obviously Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are close by. How much pressure is there for you to stay there and play? Uh, definitely, you know, just being an Oklahoma kid, you know, everyone here is, is basically an OU or OSU fan. So I hear a lot of, you know, OSU has this, OU has that. 
But you know, there's 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 just like especially for me, I, I don't I don't really believe in peer pressure or any of that. So I don't think I would let any of that stuff influence me or, or anything on my decisions because you know at the end of the day, I'm, I I gotta do what's best for me and not what's best for you know some teacher or or some you know just some fan. So so you know I would definitely I would never uh, let any of those influence me. So you know I, I could say there's kind of some pressure, but but nothing too serious, nothing that I can't handle. What do you do for fun when you're not working out in the gym or you're not, you know, hitting the bag in the garage? What what does Chris McClellan do to to be a teenager? Man, I really just like to hang out with my friends, man. Because you know, a lot of the time, being being one of those top guys, you know, you always have to be working out, pushing yourself. So, so when I get a chance to, I like to really just chill with my friends and see see what's going on, playing the game, being at home, you know, just getting some rest. You you still have, you know. A, a while until you have to go anywhere for college. But when you start to think about home and, and when you leave, what's the one thing you think you'd miss the most about your, your house? Man, probably my family the most, really. You know, I know they'll be up there for all the games and, and probably all the time, but, you know, it's still that first year of college would probably be the, the most difficult. What's your favorite dish that your mom makes for you at home? Probably chicken alfredo. See, now that's a good one because you can pretty much get a version of chicken Alfredo anywhere you go, right? But what yeah. makes it different? It, what makes hers better than anyone else? That's how it is, man. I couldn't even tell you. That's smart. See, you're a smart kid, Chris. You can't just put mom on blast and say that it's that it's not that good. I mean, that's pretty smart. Yeah. What, uh, you know, dream world, and this is kind of the way I end all these conversations, dream scenario, how do you see the, the recruitment going from here to decision day? When do you want to decide what has to happen for you to feel comfortable? Uh, definitely, you know, who are, it's just like at this point, I, I feel like, you know, I have the basically some of the top schools in the nation, besides like what, uh, Alabama, Clemson, but, you know, Ohio State is one of those programs. So really just the relationship I build with the coach, you know, like I said, the end goal is, is to make it to the NFL, and, and you know, it, it kind of has something to do with the school, but but it's mostly up to you. So, you know, I, I don't think that's going to be too big of a problem for me. But but definitely, my relationship with the coaches is like the biggest thing we're looking for now, and I really just look for that realism. You know, I don't want anyone that's just just selling me smoke and mirrors. You know, I I, I just want like a real relationship. Like I can just call you, you know, just up oh, at the blue. You know, twelve and like like hey. Uh, something just happened. I don't know how to do this. Can you help me out? You know, not just all about football. Really. Yeah, I mean, uh, the relationships that you make with coaches, and this is one of the things I think a lot of kids figure out, is that even the coaches of the schools you don't go to, you can still call. And it's a pretty cool thing because the way that football is in the fraternity of the game, you you get so many opportunities to meet people that can genuinely impact you from here to, you know, 25, 30 years from now. It's a pretty great situation. So, uh, look, I, I know you've had a long day, Chris. I'm going to let you get on with it. Thank you so much for taking time. That's Chris McClellan, Ohio State target in the class of 2022 from Owasso, Oklahoma. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology on Letterman Road. Thanks for watching. Go Bucks, man.